This week's episode of the Art Tactic Podcast is brought to you by Artbase. Did you know that Artbase is the best love software in the art world? Artbase offers products that do everything you need to run your art business. Track your art and your contacts and cross-reference them. Make invoices, generate consignments, run all kinds of reports, even use it on your iPad or iPhone at art fairs or while you're away. Take it from the thousands of happy Artbase clients all over the world. Artbase is the right software for your art business. Visit ArtBase.com to find out more. Thanks for listening to the Art Tactic Podcast. I'm Adam Green. In this week's episode, we're here with Ayal Brenner, founding member and director of Artist Pension Trust. Ayal, thanks for joining me. Uh, you're very welcome. I'm happy to be here. I know you have some really exciting and interesting news regarding Artist Pension Trust's first distribution, but first, can you briefly explain to us the concept of Artist Pension Trust? Well, the main concept of Artist Pension Trust is uh, really to provide uh, uh, some sort of more secure uh, uh, income uh, going forward through using what in the financial world would be termed as risk diversification. It's essentially a mutual assurance fund. I'll explain this in a second. Uh, But uh, maybe a a simpler analogy is, is an artist cooperative. So at the basic level, artists invest works uh, uh, into a pool, um, and when the works are sold, they share in the proceeds. Um, the actual uh, uh, distribution and, and the percentages, it's a little more complex than that. Um, I don't know if you want to get into that right now, but essentially 250 artists are selected to join uh, a pool. They each invest 20 works over 20 years, and when the works are sold, they share in a portion of the proceeds from those sales. So this takes away the artist's complete and total, uh, uh, um, essentially, um, the artist's dependence on the sale of only his works. And now he's dependent on the sales that come from 250 artists. So again, in financial terms, the idiosyncratic risk uh, that's associated with a single artist's work is taken away, and now there's this diversification, and the artist can benefit from the sale of 250 uh, artists. I believe you had 73 of your artists exhibited at Basel this year. Can you share with us some of the names of the most prominent artists involved with Artist Pension Trust? Um, sure. So over, uh, as we've been around for more than 10 years, many artists uh, in the trust that were, were selected early on have, have uh, uh, grown in stature and become quite established. We have several uh, Turner Prize winners, including Adam Pendleton, Martin Boyce, uh, excuse me, not Adam Pendleton, but that's another prominent artist um, in the New York Trust, actually, but Douglas, Douglas Gordon, Martin Boyce, and Richard Wright. Um, and then there are many, many others, Rashid Johnson, Ivan Navarro, Leslie Vanson, and Elias Saban in LA, Fiona Banner also in London, Alex Soth also in London, uh, Wal Shauki in, in our Dubai Trust. Uh, so yeah, uh, uh, we have a pretty good global diversification and really some of the most prominent artists uh, in the various regions. And exactly how many different trusts do you have set up around the world and where are these based? 
Um, so right now we have nine trusts. We have eight regional trusts. We have, um, and when I say regional trusts, and again, also uh, before mentioning uh, uh, the artists' trusts, these trusts cover a region. So uh, the New York Trust is essentially Mississippi to the east. Uh, the LA Trust is Mississippi to the west. So we have New York, LA. We have Mexico City that pretty much covers Latin America. Uh, London that covers Western Europe, Berlin that covers Central Eastern Europe, uh, the Dubai Trust covers the Middle East, the Mumbai Trust covers India, uh, the Beijing Trust covers uh, pretty much Asia Pacific uh, except for India. Um, and since then we've started our first global trust, um, which is essentially a global non-regional trust where artists from all over the world are selected to join. So the way it works, as I explained, is 250 artists are in each trust. We have moved to global trusts from local trusts because um, the, the reason we did uh, local regional trusts initially was we felt it's important for artists to know the other artists they're sharing with. Uh, because the company wasn't around long enough, because we hadn't essentially built our brand and reputation yet, um, it was important for us that they know who they are uh, uh, sharing with. Um, now that we've been around for 10 years, that we have more of a brand and are more recognized, we can do a global trust, which gives essentially the artists the advantage of having global diversification. So if their local market isn't so good, they can profit from uh, uh, artists in other markets. As I mentioned at the top, you recently conducted your first sales of artworks and then made your first distribution to some of the artists. When selling the artworks, how did you decide what price you're willing to accept and what channel to best sell each work? If you could walk us through that process, it's, that'd be really interesting. Yeah, so um, we, we, we have quite a lot of flexibility on, on how and, and what to sell, but we work closely with the artists and their galleries. Generally, valuations uh, uh, are a combination of, uh, so we get valuations from the artists themselves, from the galleries. We have regional directors that work closely with the artists uh, to understand the value, determine the value, understand how, how their market is doing uh, in general, um, and also when is a good time to sell. We also look at, at, at data we have, and data we have from Mutual Art, uh, uh, which is a sister company, um, on uh, how the regional markets are doing, how the artists are doing. You know, we, we get, uh, uh, if, if artists work, go out to auction we of course look also at auction comparables that's you know uh, for the for the more established artists that's a good point um, and we also try to work with the galleries and their artists um, and but also external advisors we have a team of salespeople on the sales themselves um, we try to place the work you know essentially uh, uh, like any gallery would uh, thinking of the artist's career and future career um, so we of course try to Try to place works with with institutions, prominent collectors, etc. Uh, uh, we sold our first work a few months ago that went to the MoMA collection. We've sold to the McNay Museum. We've sold to the Embassies Program. Um, we of course also sell to 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 private collectors. That's ultimately the bulk of of uh, um, of sales that we have. But we try to make sure. Like, like, like I said, any gallery would, um, because artists are our main stakeholders, who we are selling to. Um, ultimately, we need to keep the artists happy. 
Um, where we are different from a gallery is we have multiple stakeholders. So the price that we sell it to, that we sell it at, uh, uh, um, we, we in some ways can be a little bit less flexible because it's not only the artist whose work we're selling that we have to consider, but it's all of the artists who are sharing with him. Um, so in that sense, you know, uh, uh, giving steep discounts, which is often what institutions ask for, uh, in some cases uh, may be very good for the artist whose work we're selling because the work is going to the institution but may hurt the other artists who are sharing in the trust. So there we have a little bit less flexibility, uh, um, but which, which can impede, uh, 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 for example, some institutional sales who uh, some institutions look for very steep discounts. Uh, but ultimately, because of the quality of the trust and because most of the money goes back to the artists, we feel that most in institutions um, and collectors see that and accept that um, and so are willing to forego uh, what they uh, have come to expect in some cases in terms of the steepness of the discounts that they get. Was there anything that surprised you, being good or bad, about the selling process that uh, you didn't initially anticipate? Well, the, you know, I focused on this, but uh, uh, the institutional expectation of very steep discount, uh, uh -huh. that, that was one thing. Um, in some cases, the long sales cycles, um, you know, uh, the embassies program, the whole, you know, again, I've, I've sort of been in this market long enough, so it's not really a surprise, but uh, um, the expectations of buyers to say, okay, I bought something and then... Uh, uh, it takes sometimes very long to follow through with payment and you're taking a work off the market. Uh, uh, you know this market, it functions in, 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 in slightly different ways to other markets which uh, uh, can make it challenging uh, uh, when you're trying to run really a, a global uh, a, a company, a global trust like this for the benefit of the artist. Payment cycles sometimes are longer, etc. Can't say these were all real surprises but it's just something we have to uh, uh, sort of deal with and work with. And after the sales occurred, how were the artists then compensated based on the sales? So um, at the most basic level, when a work is sold, the artist whose work was sold um, gets 40% of the proceeds. 32% um, of the proceeds go into the pool, which is shared between the 250 artists uh, that ha are participating with him um, in the trust, and 28% goes to the artist pension trust to cover essentially all the costs until today. So from uh, everything from selecting the artist, signing the artist, transporting the artworks, uh, uh, this uh, lo logistics in the art industry is not is not trivial. But storing the artworks, lending the artworks, we do a lot of activities around. Uh, uh, our lending programs to institutions. We want the works to be seen while they are in the trust as well. Um, so there is the Associated Artist Pension Trust Institute, uh, which facilitates loans from the collections to uh, uh, museums, institutional exhibitions. Uh, so there are a lot of activities. So 28% essentially goes to cover all of those other costs. The word pension typically refers to individuals who receive payments after they retire, but this is different as the artists are actively working while receiving these payments. Why do you think this financial structure is so appealing to artists, and what kind of artists are benefit benefiting, in your opinion, the most from this? 
So I, you know, there there are various reasons why artists are attracted. Um, there, we're looking here at two things. One is there is a future security element here. So we do try to hold on to the works long term. You know, we just started selling last year. Uh, uh, Artist Pension Trust was started in two thousand and four. Uh, for the benefit of the artists also because we believe in, in the artists long term and because this is the, the purpose to provide. Um, we do pay out as we go along, so essentially as we sell works because our expertise is not in holding money and managing money. Our expertise is in, hopefully, uh, uh, selecting very good artists when they're young, uh, making sure they appreciate, helping uh, 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 um, them gain their, their career gain prominence, like I said, lending the works out to institutions, uh, um, etc. So we do pay out as soon as we sell. Uh, but the attractiveness is, yes, it's getting more security, not really depending only on the sales of your works. That's one thing, so the risk diversification element. The other thing is it's a way for artists to keep uh, uh, works for them, or at least a share of the works for them long term. You know, there are lots of pressures on artists to sell, sell now. A lot of times artists uh, uh, down the years who haven't kept works when they were uh, younger for themselves feel like they, they've been sort of left out, like uh, uh, collectors who've bought their works, etc., are... 20 years from now, uh, uh, benefiting from their works more than they are benefiting from their works. This is why you have all the, all the uh, uh, you know, Europe now also, U.S., but, but uh, uh, some royalty programs, but still there is, there is this feeling. And the last thing, you know, there, there is a, a sense of if I don't do as well, I have the security and benefit. And if I do... If, if my career does go very well, I am supporting my peers. And we think this is very important as well, the, 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 the call it benevolent side um, of the things, supporting the artist community. So essentially, artists feel like they are supporting their peers. I all thanks so much for coming on the podcast and speaking with us about Artist Pension Trust. And congratulations on your first sales and distribution. If our listeners want to learn more about Artist Pension Trust, what's the website they can visit? aptglobal.org. That's the Artist Pension Trust website. The whole collection is up there. All of the selecting curators are up there. All of the artists are up there. You can uh, uh, see all of the works there. Yeah, come to the site. Visit us. Great. Thanks again. We appreciate it. All right. Have a good day. Thanks again to ArtBase for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. Did you know that ArtBase is the best love software in the art world? That's because ArtBase offers products that do everything you need to run your art business. Track your art in your contacts and cross-reference them. Make invoices, generate consignments, run all kinds of reports. Even use it on your iPhone or iPad at art fairs or while you're away. Take it from the thousands of happy ArtBase clients all over the world. ArtBase is the right software for your art business. Visit ArtBase.com to find out more.